Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Under the radar. You're listening to Money FM 89.3, and it's now time for Under the Radar with me, Chua Tiantian. Now, have you ever passed through automated immigration at airports and wondered, hey, who are the people building these biometric systems? Does uh, NEC ring a bell? Yes, uh, if you're wondering, that's one of the companies behind your smoother experience at airports. But the company's operation really goes way beyond just biometric systems. Now, NEC is a leading information and technology provider whose expertise includes solutions for carrier networks, biometric identification, enterprise applications and infrastructure and so on and so forth. And we want to speak to the people behind NEC Apex headquarters on what's next for them. Now, it turns out they are working on solutions such as smart digital business cards in Singapore, as well as solutions to achieve a goal called Society 5.0. But really, what's in it for the firm to do so? What are the trends influencing the Infocom tech scene right now? Now, for more, let's speak to Tae Chong Mian, Managing Director Singapore at NEC Apex, who is with us at our Papaya Studio right now. Um, Chomian, welcome to the show. <laughs> Hi, Tintin. Uh, thanks for having us here. Great to have you on. And so, Chomian, I understand that NEC APAC is this leading Infocom's tech provider. You focus on solutions to, well, quite a lot to go, th- <laughs> go through here to promote safety, security, and enhance the quality of life for individuals and communities. So, break that down for us uh, in, in layman terms. What are the products and services you provide? What is your business model? Yeah. So, um, NEC has a strong heritage in Singapore. Uh, in fact, we have just uh, celebrated our 45th uh, anniversary last year. Mm. Uh, back in the 70s and 80s, we have observed that actually telecommunication is the key technology driver. So, so during that time, we are very much a product-centric organization providing satellites and uh, core carrier products to the telco. But fast forward, when globalizations mm. become into play in the late 90s and 2000, mm. as you have mentioned, right, those uh, biometrics as well as uh, border control solutions that is supplied to the airport became the mainstay as we reposition ourselves to become an engineering company. Uh, but as we advance into the digitalizations and so forth, our current focus is on building UX, which is user experience digital platform and delivering smart services for our client using tools and automation. And uh, that will be our main cornerstone of uh, growth for the next three and five years. And uh, you also talk about business model, mm. right? So one thing we, like, we realized that, you know, um, the convention model of uh, service delivery is very much use the build and transfer approach. However, due to the time lag between the build and transfer, with the advent of uh, technology advancement, we find that at times, whatever we delivered might not fully meet the customer requirements. And at the end of the day, we have to spend a lot of uh, resources and time to do modification just to fix things. So in most of our conversation today, um, we actually advocate uh, agile. Uh, delivery model, which focuses on on early customer engagement. That means we will actually co-create with the Mm. customer during the design phase, co-develop during the build phase, and to co-operate when we go into production. So we believe this will be a more sustainable business model where you can provide more value creation and a better return of investment for our customer. So as far as I understand, if I understand it correctly, you guys started out as uh, supplying mainly to the telcos. Then after that, there was biometric systems. Then now it is uh, whatever that the client needs <laughs> in, in a smart solution space. So almost uh, everything, right? So in that case, who are your customers? Which geographical markets are you focusing on? What is your 
footprint here in Singapore? Yeah. So, uh, good question. So, NEC APEC is the regional headquarters for NEC corporate for the ASEAN market. Mm. Uh, actually, is uh, South Asia in particular. Uh, we have 2,000, uh, close to 2,000 strong workforce across the region, serving the government sector as well as the enterprise sector, cutting across, like you mentioned, telco, hospitality, healthcare, and the financial services sector. Uh, in the government sector, besides ICA in Singapore, which you are familiar with, we also work with Ministry of Public Security in Vietnam mm. to deliver their national ID project and we also are in the process of delivering the e-gate project for Malaysia immigration. In the enterprise space, we continue to be dominant in the telco sector in Indonesia, Thailand and Malaysia, where we continue to provide carrier solutions such as microwave solution, uh, submarine cable, as well as exploring newer technology in the 5G open RAN area. And uh, as you know, uh, NEC, we have always uh, have our heritage in the retail and hospitality. Yeah. But of course, you know that during COVID, this uh, sector has undergone a lot of uh, challenges and so forth. But we are also observing that there is uh, rejuvenation uh, in the sector where there's keen interest to modernize the overall travel and uh, retail experience. And that's mm. also one of the key areas that we are focusing on. Mm. So, Chongmin, you've talked about retail, you've talked about uh, ICA and border controls, you've talked about telcos. If we look at the wider business environment you're in, how would you define which industry you are in, given how wide your product offerings are? Mm. Yeah, so so which is why, you know, um, we, we actually have this connotation to say that NEC has uh, many faces. <laughs> Depending on which country you talk to, uh, we have a different face uh, in, in the country. Uh, and that's actually the reason because we have a diverse range of product. And of course, there is also different pace of uh, development in the markets that we operate in. So which is why uh, our global uh, division has done a rationalization of mm-hmm. our solution portfolio into two categories. Yeah. Uh, firstly, we will talk about the core segment, which mm-hmm. remains uh, the digital identity, mm. 5G open RAN will continue to be the mainstay. Uh, but in the growth segment, we also have uh, double down investment in mm. the software and application area where we make strategic investment inside of the acquisition, including mm. KMD in Denmark, which is renowned right. for their government's e-services, Northgate in UK, which focuses on health tech, as well as uh, Swiss-based Everlock, which is a leading provider of uh, wealth management and digital finance, right? So through this partnership, we are able to accelerate our speed to market and expand our reach to cover a wider segment of the market. Mm. But I'm sure in the different markets you're in or different industries, whether it's 5G or whether it's uh, the other like smart business solutions and all that, there must be one trend that stood out to you and influenced the way in which you take the company forward. What will that trend be? Yeah, so I think uh, it's difficult to pinpoint to a single trend that <laughs> yeah. will influence ICT. <laughs> okay. But uh, in recent conversation, you know, in the regarding generative AI, thanks to ChatGPT, <laughs> I don't think yeah. I can avoid not talking about uh, AI or how AI would uh, <laughs> impact the real application. So uh, perhaps, you know, uh, uh, if you talk about generative AI, uh, it's really built around uh, a black box uh, model, right? What that means is that, um, you know, they are actually based on algorithm that 
is actually more opaque to the human and it's not easily interpretable mm. or understandable by human. But again, these are very effective in areas like uh, image processing or natural language processing, which does the work well. But mm. at NEC, because uh, most of our work and expertise revolve around public safety and uh, government services, where openness and uh, transparency are naturally important, uh, which is really, which is why we always advocate what we call responsible AI, hmm. right? And uh, responsible AI is uh, interesting is because uh, uh, it actually seeks to create explainable AI that makes prediction and outcome more understandable to human while facing while factoring in the ethical and social consideration. Which means that you'll be doubling down on R&D when it comes to responsible AI and, and this piece, would it be right to say that in terms of taking the company forward? Yes, absolutely. And uh, we are also very blessed and uh, privileged to HQ support to establish uh, NEC Lab in Singapore uh, back in uh, 2013. And through the lab, we are able to bring together customer uh, technology partners as well as the higher institute of uh, learning mm. to really uh, create hypotheses as well mm. as to co-develop uh, prototype that could actually explore uh, uh, new areas like uh, AI, Web3, as even uh, quantum computing. Right, if you're just tuning in, we're now in conversation with Tay Chong Mian, Managing Director Singapore at NEC APEC. Well, uh, Chong Mian, let's talk about some recent developments for APEC, NEC APEC. Uh, one of the trends that you're focusing on is also sustainability. And uh, in fact, in January, you launched this highly secure, innovative, smart digital business card solution across uh, Southeast Asia and you target to influence more than 16,000 employees and customers over the next six months to switch to digital business cards. What are you looking to achieve with that? Uh, actually, what's interesting about this project uh, is that it's actually an offshoot from our internal design thinking workshop. Mm. Uh, it is actually through this initiative that uh, one of our local team uh, developed the smart uh, digital uh, business uh, card concept. Uh, as their proposition actually provide a better customer engagement experience as well as to fulfill NEC sustainability goal. Uh, actually, this one, like I say, like I say, you know, it's a project. A, yeah, it's a project. project. Okay, and okay. it's also an example <laughs> of how a well-curated uh, employee engagement initiative can ultimately translate into a business proposition that not only benefit NEC, but also address the wider customer community out there in the market. So right. we have lots of fun uh, uh, throughout the ideation. <laughs> I, I can and imagine. implementation. Yeah. And most important of all, right, uh, it actually create that conversation with customer when I whip out my phone and show them my digital uh, uh, name card. Yeah, and I want to look at this uh, other point, which is uh, what I considered quite important as well. Uh, NEC APEC, you guys partnered with Stratus Technologies, which is a global leader in autonomous edge computing platforms. And you want to deliver innovative computing solutions that will enable what you call Society 5.0. What is Society 5.0 and what does the focus on Society 5.0 mean for NEC APEC as a company? Okay, so uh, Tintin, as you have uh, rightly put, right, Society 5.0 is actually a, a idea or concept mooted mm -hmm. by the Japanese government as part of its effort uh, to address societal challenges and to achieve sustainable development. So if you were to uh, compare the societal challenge that uh, Japan have and Singapore have, uh, both of us have an aging population. 
uh, we also have a lack of manpower and to a certain extent, lack of uh, natural resources. So which is why by aligning uh, Society 5.0 and our Singapore Smart Nation Initiative, uh, both represent a vision of the future where we can actually utilise technology to create a more sustainable and equitable society. So by having that alignment, we are now able to cross-leverage our combined uh, expertise and resources to exchange ideas and seek new perspectives from both sides of the society. And uh, perhaps I'd just like to update the most recent de- development that we have. Uh, we're actually in conversation with our Japanese colleague to mm. explore opportunity in the food sustainability domain, right. where in Japan, NEC has partnered with a food uh, company using AI to un- to analyze the data from uh, moisture sensor in the ground as well as uh, satellite images to make recommendations for the best use of uh, water and fertilizer to boost the crop you mm. and in fact you know if 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 we were to have this conversation 10 years ago right mm. uh, it might not be relevant for singapore but of course through covid there's so many things have changed and we definitely look forward to aligning ours uh, society fight with the smart nation right to get more traction that gives us more confidence to deliver more innovative solution for both countries. Hmm. And I want to leave some time for this last question before we let you go, Chalmia. What are your immediate plans for NEC APEC and NEC Singapore in particular this year? Yeah. So, Tian like, uh, you know, we have uh, talked about all these exciting things, uh, but to bring things to life, uh, we need the right talent and the right skill set. So, our immediate plan is to focus on t- talent acquisition and talent development, both within Singapore and outside of Singapore. Uh, we'll continue to proactively recruit new digital talent, as mm. well as to provide the learning opportunity for our existing colleague to upscale and rescale to accelerate our growth into the digital domain. So for those who are interested, do uh, log on to our website and find out the uh, exciting position mm-hmm. available and we welcome you on board on this exciting journey with us. Alright, thanks very much Chong Mian. That was Tay Chong Mian, Managing Director Singapore at NEC APEC. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. Thank you, Tian. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation and risk tolerance.